Shalom and welcome to It's All About the Aliyah. Carrie, we've got a lot to cover today, so let's get right to it. We do, and it's um, I love this lesson, and yeah. I love um, the news for this because uh, we're dealing with a broken world, and we're dealing with a lot of things that are hard and hand-wringing, yeah. uh, but this is um, what we're going to talk about today is in process. God is doing this right now, even with all this other stuff uh, that we're we're dealing with in the world. You're right. I I love that, Carrie, because you know I I talk about this being the order in the chaos, God's order, and it's because He is faithful. He said He would do these things, and He is doing it. And if we could just convey that in this program, uh, I think we we would be doing uh, we would be helping the world. I I agree, and so I have a pop quiz. There you go. For I've me and for the audience. Long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, true or false? The prophecy of the exile in Egypt was fulfilled. <laughs> These are going to be easy answers, I think, Carrie. I uh, and true or false? The prophecy of the exodus from Egypt was fulfilled. Yeah. Number okay. three, true or false? The prophecy of the Babylonian exile was fulfilled. Isn't it nice? We have history for, for you know, we have retrospect. Yeah. Uh, true or false. The prophecy of the Roman conquest was fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yes. True or false. There is a pattern. God fulfills that which he has prophesied. Amen. And so we're going to look at things that he has told us in advance. And some, you know, there's layers in scripture. Some have come true. Some have, um, are in the process of being fulfilled and some will be fulfilled. But there's a pattern. What God says he will do, he will do. I, I like what you did. Bank. Amen. I like what you did there, Carrie, because, you know, if you approach this from, all right, Scripture says this, God's doing this, and we think, oh, is that true? Is that the right interpretation? But as you went back and showed step by step, you know, methodically, as God said it, he has fulfilled it. He's done it. And we, why would we think it'd be any different now? Yeah, and, and this is with a whole people group. Mm-hmm. It's not with just uh, an individual like you or me. It's with millions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with a multitude. It's with his people, the Hebrew, the Jewish, the Jewish people. So um, we've established, you know, we're we're kind of going through our course, um, taking the topics from our course, um, Aliyah, Understanding the Return of the Jewish People to Israel. Um, you can hop on our website and and get that. But um, we've established that Israel's a land and a people. Amen, amen. And we and we established the fact that God told them ahead of time that if they were not obedient to the commands He gave in, at the in the covenant uh, at Sinai, the Mosaic covenant, that they would be scattered. 
And we also covered the fact that because of the Abrahamic covenant, there was always a promise of return. And I alluded to Deuteronomy chapter 30, uh, I think last week, but I think I, I want to read it, um, Deuteronomy 30, 1 through 6, just to help uh, our audience understand that, that these things, things were prophesied all the way back in the Torah, in the first five books. Deuteronomy 30, verse 1, now it came, it shall come to pass when, it says when these things happen, not if, when all these things come upon you, the blessings and the curse which I have set before you, and call them to mind among the nations where the Lord God drives you, and you return to the Lord God and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul, that the Lord God will bring you back from, from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. Now, I believe that's the first group of people whose heart turns and that homing pigeon spirit ignites and they go home. And then I believe there's a second group of people in verse four through six. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts of heaven, from there the Lord God will gather you and from there will bring you. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land that your, of your fathers possessed and you will possess it. He will pr uh, prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. And that perfectly aligns with the prophecy of Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36, verse uh, 26, that says God will give them a new heart when they return to the land. He will restore them to himself. Isn't that a, a beautiful thing? I, I love it. And Gary, I... Um... I forget that that's all the way back in Deuteronomy yeah. in the Torah, the first five books that our Jewish friends read over and over in a cycle each year. So that's there. They don't have to go on to Ezekiel, if, but, you know, they can if they want to. And so can we. Yes. Um, it is in Deuteronomy. Yeah, the promise is there. Before they had taken one step into the promised land, Moses was was told to tell them, this is going to happen. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we, we know from their history, this has happened. But we can rejoice that we're living in the day that they're coming back to stay. Well, and so also there was the exile in Egypt. They were enslaved and they... Uh became a nation, and they became the wife of God at Sinai. All that you said we will do and wandered 40 years, and the time was right when the, the sin and the iniquity of all the people in, in the promised land had reached its zenith. Mm -hmm. Drive them out, drive out the evil, and come in and possess it, Joshua, and be strong and courageous, and he did. And, um, and so that was one thing and they came out with great possessions, Yeah. but then, uh, with the Babylonian exile, uh, you know, things got progressively worse and okay, out you go. Yeah. And it, it's horrible and it's painful, yeah. uh, but it was fulfilled it and was out they went. Mm-hmm. Uh, 70 years and started coming back. And who funded this coming back? 
uh, and this return. <laughs> yeah. It was Gentiles. The Gentiles. And that's another pattern. You you mentioned you you we talked about patterns before, and it is also a pattern that that Israel would be used for judgment of the nations. And we'll talk about that some more later. But uh, you know, here here you have Israel going in and taking the land of Canaan when the as you mentioned the sin of the uh, all the ites uh, of the Canaanites had uh, reached its its peak. And we're going to see that again. We see it again today with every nation having to make a, a choice whether they will uh, bless or curse the nation of Israel. And God will judge accordingly. He, he will. And so that's why we pray, because we don't want anyone to fall under that judgment right. uh, because he is just. But um, so one thing Gary and I really want to drive home and correct um, is and read it carefully. Don't skim over it, that um, the land was promised forever, forever, unconditional. But dwelling in in that land was conditional. If you disobey, I'm going to drive you out. But I'll have compassion on you and I'll return you to the land. So know know that deep in your heart and your soul and your mind that it belongs to the Jewish people forever. But when you disobey, there's a there's consequences, but he'll bring you back. Very good. Well said, Kay. Well said. We're going to take we need to take a break here and uh, we'll come back. All right. We'll be back. In his dream, Jacob saw the angels ascending and descending on the ladder to heaven. Joshua and the Israelites were commanded to go up to take Jericho. Pilgrims sang songs of ascent as they went up to Jerusalem to celebrate the feasts. And Jesus, the anointed one of Israel, went up to the Mount of Olives to pray, thus changing the history of the world forever. On behalf of Ezra International, we want to welcome you to this Bible study about Aliyah, the Hebrew word for to go up, to ascend. We're so excited for what you're about to learn. This course has been compiled by experts with decades of hands-on experience in the prophetic restoration of the Jews to their land. The lessons are systematically arranged to help you understand the scriptures regarding the return of the Jews to Israel and how we, the Gentile believers in a Jewish Messiah, have been called to join the Lord as He brings His children home. It is our prayer that you will purchase this workbook and join us in this marvelous work of restoration of Israel. Just as the God of Israel is calling His people to ascend to the land that He promised them, He is calling Christians to participate in His glorious plan. To receive this workbook and increase your understanding of God's end-time plan, go to EzraInternational.org and click on Store. You'll see Aliyah, Understanding the Return of the Jewish People to Israel Workbook. Order yours today and partner with God and Ezra International in bringing the Jewish people back home. All right, welcome back. We are talking about the restoration of the Jewish people back to the land of Israel. Carrie, Dr. Carrie Burns, uh, I'll, I'll hand it back over to you. Uh, restoration. 
Oh, you know what? I just I just called you Barnes. I'm sorry, Carrie, Dr. Carrie Frank. Oh, I didn't know this. Old habits die hard. <laughs> Old habits die hard. Go ahead. Well, let's restore then, shall we? Uh, we're talking about restoration, and it's a um, it's a beautiful word. When you think about restoration, I, I just restored a dresser upstairs that was my um, grandma's, and it looks mm. beautiful. Um, we restore relationships. We love it when um spring is restored to after you know coming after winter right. and um when you think about the restoration process of anything it's um it's usually not easy uh it's usually pretty messy it usually involves a process yeah. it doesn't happen like you know i dream <laughs> of genie for those who are our age yeah our, <laughs> some of us some of us remember that. There may not be others. <laughs> yeah. Restoration um, takes a while, yeah. but it's it's worth it. And if we go back to Jerusalem, the city that we love, we go back to Jerusalem. Uh, back in the day, Jesus um, has already um, been resurrected. He's gone up to heaven. And now his disciples are in Jerusalem and Peter, of all people, the one who denied him, yeah. is getting up in Acts 2 and giving the most marvelous sermon. And um, it was at a very special time of year. Yes, it was. I'm glad you said that. Uh, you know, we, as the church, it speaks of that day as the day of Pentecost. Um, I'd love to point out, since you, you're, you're setting this up, that the reason why the Jewish people were gathered there at that at that time and that day, it was the Feast of Shavuot. Now, again, we we call and the church often calls it Pentecost, but the the biblical Hebrew feast day is Shavuot. What's special about this day is it's one of the three pilgrimage feasts of the Lord. There, that the men are required to go to Jerusalem. Think about that for a moment. I want my audience to think about this. You you hear me uh, say this often, and our title of our, our program, it's all about the Aliyah. If it had not been for the these men making Aliyah to Jerusalem, they would not have experienced this outpouring of God's Spirit upon them, which we have all benefited from today. So again, once again, God's timing, beautiful, perfect timing, the appointed time, the moed in Hebrew, a feast day, an appointment. They they were there to meet with God and have, have this enormous uh, pouring out of his, God's spirit upon them because they were being obedient to this, this feast day, the commands of God and making Aliyah to Jerusalem. It, it's uh, it's really thrilling, and I I love that it was Peter doing it. it wasn't James mm. or it wasn't John. It was it was good old Peter that so much like you and I puts his foot in his mouth, and <laughs> and and now the Spirit has come upon him, and he has been raised up with power um, to speak to the multitudes who have mm. gathered in Jerusalem. And one of the things he said, this is in Acts chapter 3, uh, verses 20 to 21, he says, And that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive 
until the times of the restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. That is so that is so exciting. So he's heaven's holding Jesus for now. Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father, where he should be. He's on the throne and he's ruling over all things. And so he's he's held back in heaven until uh the times of restoration of all things. All things. We miss that. Yeah. Restoration of all things. What is that? And uh, it has to do with us, but it has to do with the Jewish people, too. Amen. Absolutely. So, you, know, you know, Carrie, real quickly, the, the King James uses the word restitution. And it's an interesting, it's an interesting word because it talks about a restoring of something lost or stolen to the proper owner. Uh, I think that's fantastic when you think about God giving this land to his people um, and and also, the you know, the, the earth itself was given over to Hasatan, you know, Satan as, uh, you know, when man fought, fell and the restoration of all things, giving the, the, giving the earth back to its rightful owner, mankind, where God can can fellowship with him. And that's really the restoration of all things brings us all the way back to that relationship we had in the garden with with the father. Um, I, I, I'm yearning for that. And uh, uh, God is in the process of restoring all things. You know, even the English word restore, re, is um, do it again, come yeah. again, and store, story, restory, rehistory, look to the restoration of all things. And, you know, we're yearning for the restoration of civility yeah. and kindness mm. and worship of God and reverence for all life, um, whether the baby's born or um, people in their old age, um, uh, reverence for that, uh, for, for trust to be restored and safety and, uh, um, and finances and, uh, it just everything, um, it, things seem to be spiral, spiraling out of control. Yeah. Uh, but never fear. God is in the business of restoring all things. It, it is happening. It will happen. And and we see those uh, huge mile markers, those signs, these watershed moments along the way with, for example, the rebirth of the nation of Israel. Uh, you know the the reunification of Jerusalem to the to the and and to belong to the Jewish people. You know the return of Jewish people from all over the world. These are these are huge events to to point us to the restoration of all things that God is active in that process. Yeah, and what I love about the return now, you know, the return back in Moses' day. Uh, Okay, he corralled them all, he got them all, you know, all the cats in a row and brought them <laughs> over. But today it's one by one by one. And don't you know, you know, it's Christians love to share their salvation story. This is how my eyes were opened. Uh, but the Jewish people have stories like that too. When you meet them in Israel, like 
what's your Aliyah story? Yeah. And each one is different and each one is pretty extraordinary. Yeah, each one is a, is part of the greater miracle. That's the that's the amazing thing. Carrie, we're we're up against another break. Uh, let's take that right now and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Ezra International Global Network is now on Rumble. And you can even watch us on your Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, or your Roku device. It's simple. Here's how to do it. First, download the Rumble app on your device. Then search for Ezra International Global TV Network. You can watch our live 24-7 channel and our weekly shows anytime you like. Oh yeah, and you can also go to our website and download our Ezra International app and take us with you wherever you go. Ezra International, we're there for you. All right, welcome back. We are talking about the restoration of all things and how uh, how Israel is so key to that, Carrie. Um, God's word is replete with these promises, is it not? Yeah, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. Yeah. And we should watch over Israel too because things that happen to Israel um, pertain to us yeah. and uh, will give us joy and uh will give us hope so i want to fly through six things at least six things okay that will be restored go for it and there's scripture to back this up i'll prove it to you so the prophets foretold of restoration of at least six things pertaining to israel and the first of course is that the people are going to go back to the land we know that the lord will have mercy on jacob and will still choose Israel and settle them in their own land. Amen. Uh, Number two, the fortunes of Jacob are going to be restored. And uh, we can read about that in Joel chapter three. In those days and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem. I will gather all nations and bring them down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. Mm. There I will put them on trial for what they did to my inheritance, my people Israel, because they scattered my people among the nations and divided up my land. Boy, is that is that specific, Carrie? I mean, you know, the the entire the idea of land for peace, dividing the land, even and before that, with with those who have taken the land, and the idea of judgment. I spoke of in the first segment. Here it is: there's the nations being judged by their whether they were, you know, a blessing to Israel or a curse. And sadly, most of the nations of the world have, have, have the world have been a curse. And not a blessing. We want to be on the right side of this equation. Yeah, the Valley of Jehoshaphat um, is the Kidron, the yeah. Kidron Valley that runs from the Temple Mount all the way down to uh, the Dead Sea. And uh, that's Joel chapter three, verses one and two. It's packed mm-hmm. with events and with meaning. Um, the third thing that God will restore is the excellence of Jacob. And we can find that in Nahum 2-2, Nahum, Nahum, for the Lord will restore the excellence of Jacob, like the excellence of Israel, 
for the emptiers have emptied them out and ruined their vine branches. Mm. He's going to restore the excellence. Like we see the high tech, we see yes. the agriculture, we see the desalination plants and science and the arts and the music and uh, all of that that's coming out of Israel. Oh, it's incredible for such a small nation the size of New Jersey, you know, to, to be producing, the, the like you said, the high tech, the incredible produce and fruit. I mean, anybody who's ever been there, I've never heard anybody complain that they didn't like the, you know, the, the fruit or the vegetables in Israel. It's incredible. I have a picture of me standing in the market. My head's this big and the cabbages are this big. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that picture. Like yeah. Cabbages that were grown in Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. This is a very special one. Um, God is going to restore his relationship with them in um, at, with the restoration of all things. Mm-hmm. And you can read about that in several places. Psalm 85 is a good place to read about that. Um, so their relation and Ezekiel, uh, he, he brings them back. Then he will pour his spirit on them and give them a new heart. Their relationship will be restored. That that's such a beautiful promise, and we see that you know, both in in Deuteronomy and in Ezekiel, and it's this gathering. You know, remember Yeshua said, "I so long to gather you like a, a hen does her chicks." I, I see that it, God's compassion and love and care for His people, and He's gathering them together, and then He's going to reveal Himself again to them. Beautiful, beautiful promise. Yeah, he's doing this. There's a congregation springing up all over Israel. Yes, it's happening. So the relationship with God, he's going to restore the ancient cities. And we think of Jaffa. We -hmm. think of Jerusalem. We think of Ashdod, Ashkelon. Um, It's from Isaiah 61.4. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Amen. And then six, the tabernacle of David from Amos, Amos, mm-hmm. Amos 9-11. On that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. And repair its damages. I will raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old. Um, some think this is the worship of 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 God from the the days of David and the psalmist. And yeah, I would I would agree with that assessment. When you think of David and God described, you know, a man after my own heart. We just talked about the idea of giving, you know, God giving them a new heart. Uh, that restored relationship, that passion and love for one another. Uh, I see that as being restored. And, you know, Carrie, you you and I know from, from talking with our friends that, that we have in Israel, there there's a passion and a love for their God and for, for the land uh, that already exists. Of course, there is there are the secular. Of course, there are many who are coming back who don't know their God. But the land is filled with those who do and and we see that everywhere and 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 we we see that land and that people as representative of the god we serve he's going to bring it all back and uh restore it and i uh, you know it helps 
it it just gives such bright green hope and and we're seeing it happen now so we know we're getting closer we know there's still a lot of people you know come on i, I keep doing this for whistle <laughs> come on come on come on let's come and uh there's all kinds of things that are driving uh the jewish people home some aren't wanting to go and they're going by default and lo and behold thank you this was the best thing that could ever happen to me amen Amen. There's the pull and the push factors that are bringing them home. All of this is fulfillment of God's word. Yeah. Well, Carrie, Carrie, this has been wonderful. Um, I, I'm just enjoying these these programs so much. Thank you for guiding us through that, uh, uh, you know, that portion of our Aliyah course. Uh, and we'll continue. We'll continue again next week. We'll look at the Messiah next week. That'll be a good one, too. What a great episode that's going to be. Amen. Okay. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Shalom. Shalom. 